What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 219 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Walter. Hello. And LJ Lowry. Hey! This week we're geeking out about Ghost of Tsushima, Amazon Movie Theaters, and Percy Jackson. Uh, but first, special shout out to our Patreons, patreon.com slash geeksundergrace. Specifically, Brian Strother, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Sam Watson, Hannah Bacon, Dan Alo, Trey Braban, Peter Tello, Michael Miller Jr., Hannah Goose, Dalton Burden, Michael, Caleb Ardwin. And Communication Flail, which is a new one for us. Uh, thank you so much for uh, giving, all of you. That you list awesome. is getting long. I know. It's awesome. It's super cool. We really <laughs> appreciate it. I know I keep saying this every week, and I probably will for a while, uh, but these are like times that uh, it just it means so much more to me knowing that uh, you're giving during all of this like quarantine stuff. Because uh, it's just, I don't know, there's so much uncertainty going on. Yeah. That it's it's really cool uh, to me to see you do that. So we will get straight into the gaming. Uh, LJ, what games have you been playing? Uh, I've played a lot of Tomb Raider this weekend. Uh, wow. Per- particularly the uh, reboot trilogy. Uh, so uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider was one of the games I had uh, on my Xbox already on my account. Whenever I got one again recently. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'm going to check this out on 4K. And then I was like, you know what? I've been really wanting to finish this to play the third one. Um, and so I binged the rest of it. I was about halfway through. And I it was probably like maybe three days it took me to finish it. And it was pretty good. Uh, it's, I honestly kind of like this series more than Uncharted uh, to a degree. Like Uncharted okay. is still really good. Um and then I moved on to, um, I ended up getting a, a copy of Shadow of the Tomb Raider on Xbox also. Um, and I started that one, like, literally the night that I beat uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. And wow. uh, So, yeah. I've got so, to get through that first Uncharted game, because I'm having I'm a little bit of a tough time pushing through how old the game is. It's definitely aged. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so, so my thing... Games. Yeah, do it. Um, so one thing that I kind of like, I like more about the Tomb Raider, ser- uh, this new Tomb Raider series, mm-hmm. is that Uncharted feels like the combat is very like Gears of War, but like with adventure. Like okay. it's a very, it's heavily based on cover, and you're just like picking up guns and all the time and switching them out. And, right. Um, Tomb Raider does have like cover shooting, kind of, uh, but in that game you have four weapons. And you're literally upgrading them the entire time, and you're upgrading Lara's Lara's skills uh, throughout the whole game too. So it's That's there's cool. a progression of her like it, it, it's supposed to be that she's like adapting to you know to her situation kind of deal. Right. Um, you have campfires that are like safe checkpoints and stuff. Uh, it's very Metroidvania in that there are optional tombs you can go uh, get stuff from. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, the f- second one is set somewhere. Like up in the mountains, I forget where. Uh, and then the third one is set in uh, in a jungle in Peru, mm-hmm. uh, which is so scary. Like I never thought. Like usually a jungle in a video game isn't really that scary, but when you first get there, you hear all these sounds of like jaguars, howling monkeys, and stuff, and it's just like oh, wow, it's yeah. it's insane. Yeah, and so like eventually you'll start having to fight some of those animals, like 
jaguars and stuff and it's pretty crazy it's pretty uh-huh. creepy yeah it's it's good though uh like i highly recommend uh, the tomb raider trilogy yeah i think i have the first one on xbox 360 okay yeah uh, yeah but... you can get them on every platform i think well except for switch but they released a definitive edition on ps4 also and cool. xbox yeah well, i don't even mm-hmm. think my 360 is plugged in right now so <laughs> i just haven't gotten around to it yeah th- those games are super good yeah, I've never played them, but that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Cool. Shelly, how is Spider-Man? So, I finished Spider-Man. Um, nice. Yeah, that's... It's a real cool game. It's a real cool game. Um, <laughs> Did you... So is there a DLC? Do you have the DLC? Uh, no. I, I was interested in the DLC, but not enough to actually buy it, so I watched a playthrough of at least okay. part of it. Uh, so I okay. want to know what happened, but I didn't really want to play, play it. It's cool. So, so you probably bought it at the, before they released like the definitive edition or whatever. I think. Yeah, I bought it almost right after, like when it first came out. I think. Right. Like wow. I bought it. Uh, I bought my PS4. I think my PS4 was before Spider-Man came out, though. But I don't think I. I don't have definitive edition, so yeah. Right. I, I was impatient. Yeah. I was like, I gotta have it, and then not play yeah. it for years. <laughs> so. um... Yeah, it's a super cool game. If you do have a PS4 and you need more games to play during quarantine, I highly recommend Spider-Man. It's so satisfying, even just to swing around. Um, but mm-hmm. the story's cool. Um, the characters are all really like fleshed out, I would say. Um, and it's just... It's really fun. It's just a fun game. It's like you should try to get the Platinum movie. Trophy. That's a lot of work. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a lot of work. If like it's super easy, huh. you should totally do it. I platinumed it. I mean, is it just I, all the I usually don't. Stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have I to get totally at that. least bronze on all of the challenges too, which is oh, easy. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's not like play. It's not like finish this game on like this difficulty kind of a deal. Like, there's a lot of easy things you could do. That's cool. true. Because I mean, like, I was already kind of collecting most things as I was playing through. Yeah. Um, I like checked again to see what my percent was at and yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. done all the challenges. Uh, there's a lot of like crimes that yeah. I haven't completed and I didn't realize like that counted as a collectible. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I knew crime tokens did, but I thought like crimes were just randomly occurring. They, I didn't think they were district related. Um, cool. so like that's a thing. Um, but I've already got most of like most of the collectibles that so there may be like a couple research ones to do left. Um, I did all the black cat ones. I did all the backpacks. I did all of the, um, one of the other ones, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, I, I could platinum it. I guess I've never done that in a game before, so maybe I should try just for the heck of it, but, um. Do it. I mean, the, really the, there's no downside. The upside is you're still playing Spider-Man, so. (laughs) That's true. Um. But yeah, I, I finished Spider Man again. Yeah, it's like you're it's like you're playing in a movie. It's so cool. Right. Um. I also just again still kind of playing Pokemon. I restarted Pokemon Y. I'm playing a new game of that, even though I only played oh. it. I like I open opened it up because I realized I don't remember anything from Y. It was so, so <laughs> forgettable. So I'm like, yeah, maybe I should try again and see how it goes. And I actually like was able to move all my Pokemon back to the Pokemon bank. So I didn't actually lose any oh, wow. from my first playthrough. Um, That's cool. 
I saved all of them except for the one sacrificial bean that has to stick around because you can't have zero Pokemon in your party. One has to stick Aww. around, but it's fine. I think it was just a level one Eevee or something. <laughs> it says Pokemon Eevee Y in our notes, and I don't know why I didn't think Pokemon Y. I just was like, oh, she's playing Pokemon Yellow. That's cool. No. <laughs> and and I don't I'm still... Know. <laughs> I'm still playing my through my heart gold Nuzlocke, so that's why I was like, I don't really want to play another Nuzlocke round. I'm gonna try just playing for um, fun, just like a regular game. But it's still like there's there's like not a lot of challenge, so I don't know. I I did start it. Who knows how much more I'll play? It's really funny in that game because it's the one game where you actually have like multiple friends and they want to give you a nickname. So you have your regular names. Like my name is. Um, actually, I think it's some, my name is Shelbert. I was like, okay, I'm Shelbert. Shelbert. <laughs> That's um, cool. But they ask you if you're like, hey, do you want to, like, what, what do you want us to call you? And they're all like, oh, Lil S or whatever. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm going to have you call me um, Milady. <laughs> because <laughs> it makes for some really funny dialogue. There's like one of your friends follows you when you're in the forest. That's like pretty much right after that. Um, and it's like, may I heal your Pokemon, my lady? It's just so funny. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm just like, you all think you're all... I've turned all my friends into neckbeards. That's basically what happened. You're like, yes, you, sh- you can. <laughs> you and may. They all wear fedoras and they're all, okay. Yeah. Um, but I, I only played very little bit of that. What I'm really playing right now and actually am close to getting done with, because it's not a big game, is Shadow of the Colossus. And that's the game I've been oh, meaning to yes. play for forever. So um, I still have a Shadow of the Colossus poster in my room that's hung up that we got at PAX South together because there was just mm. one of the booths giving them away for free. So Mine is not hung up behind my dresser. It's just like still behind my dresser. I've kind of just... hung up and I'm like, I finally beat the the Colossus that is on there. Uh, I, cool. I actually, there's like 16. He's an early one. Yeah. There's like 16. I only have three left. Nice. Um, and I started um, this weekend, like Saturday oh, yeah, or Sunday. It's very, it's a pretty quick game. Especially so. if you've played it before, those first I bet, yeah. couple Colossus are easy. Like, yeah. yeah, like I mean, I'm playing on normal mode, but it's really not hard. Like there are definitely some harder ones that I found, mm. but they're not even usually that difficult once you know what you're yeah. supposed to do. Especially um, when you learn the pattern, it's super easy. Yeah. It's almost like playing like Punch Out or something, where it's like if you know the pattern, you got it, no problem. Yeah, I and play I that game. You have what? I need to play. I got it, and I played it a little bit during our pledge drive last year. Last, that's yeah, right. Because yeah. I was going to, then you did, so I'm like, oh, I won't. I beat the monkey, and then I was like, I'm good. <laughs> so I need to just buckle Aww. down and get to it. It's yeah. the field bothered me. It's just this big empty field, and I was like. It's mostly an empty game. Okay. It's really atmospheric, but I understand mm-hmm. that's not really stream material. Yeah. yeah. Like the, well, I streamed it a couple years ago as well, and it was a fun like morning, early morning stream. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, what I like about that remastered one is you can change like the sepia tone and black and white and stuff. So it's like yeah. I had already played it before, so it's like I kind of threw some art atmosphere into it. So it was cool. Yeah, it's I really needed cool. I needed it to be textured. <laughs> And, like, I, it's it's a cool thing where, like, so there's items you can unlock in that game um, mm-hmm. for, uh, I think there's, I forget what the mode is. There's, like, a mode where, I think it's just timed. 
like timed uh like a time attack thing? oh no yeah yeah <laughs> um, you could get items for that so yeah it's like it's a very simple game because again you just fight giant colossi that's all you do and then um, you can do things to increase your health and stamina as well yeah so like shoot, I... shoot the lizards is one of them oh that's i didn't realize yeah, I think the lizards, the lizards give you something. There's so mm -hmm. many lizards I've run to, and I just walk all over them. I yeah, I think those are one of the things, if you shoot, you can get, like, more stamina or more there's, health or something. There's also, like, I've only found one or two at this point, and I think there's probably a lot of them, but there's, like, little hidden collectibles that, like, you can only tell you're close to them because your controller starts chiming. That oh, yeah. was cool, but I also had no idea what was happening at first. I had to, like, mm. look it up. I was like, what? What's going on? <laughs> Is there a hidden monster? But no, it's just like a collectible. Apparently you get all those, you get a broken weapon. But um, anyway, I just think it's cool because it's like a really, it's a simple concept, but it's executed so well. It's like, yeah. it's just the best boss in Super Mario Galaxy, but it's a whole game. <laughs> Super yeah. Mario Galaxy, like the, it's like one of the first bots you fight where it's Bowser Jr., but it's like the oh, robot yeah. and you climb up on the robot and you smash into bits. It's just that. There are a lot of games I'd that be down kind for of a took after this. Or not a remaster, but like a, a sequel, like a proper sequel. Oh, uh, the Dude, Last Guardian is technically. Shadow of that was like a new game that was this like yeah. concept. I think that's yeah. my biggest problem is it just that it looked aged. I don't, it's weird. I like aged Basically games I've really played them. doesn't look aged. It looks aged yeah. to me. Really? Yeah, I got that feel that it was aged. so bland. Oh, well, so you're just talking about, like, the design of it then. Yeah. I yeah, see. Yeah. I That's know. why I you're think... talking about the actual, like, graphics and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I was going to say, no, nah, man. They... Like, it looks good. Yeah. Um, it looks very pretty. The music's awesome. Um, yeah. Again, just like every Colossus you come across, you just, oh. it's just grand awe. You're just like... When, I when have the to song kill that builds, thing? <laughs> when you encounter them and I just uh, killed another one of the the flying ones. I'm just like seriously, how am I supposed to do that? But every time, every time you encounter one, you're like, how am I supposed to kill this thing? But eventually, you figure it out. Even if it yeah. takes what's his face yelling at you five times, be like, do this thing. You're just like, shut yeah. up! I know what I'm doing. I'm just bad at it. At least I, that's been my yeah. experience. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I'm probably gonna end up finishing that year today or tomorrow, depending on uh, if I have access to the TV. Cool. So. That's what I've been I should playing. try to play through it. It's fun. It. Like, I think... I don't know. I really dig it. I think if I played it... Like I said, I only played maybe an hour of it. Two hours of it. Not even. So, I need to give it, like, a real go. I think yes. you do. But, we'll see. Maybe yeah. at some point. I went ahead and checked back into Apex. I don't know nice. what triggered wow. that. Made me think that I should go back. I don't know. Um, quarantine's got everyone feeling some kind of way. Huh? Quarantine's got everyone feeling some kind of way. Yeah. And it's on season five, so the last time I played was uh I played a lot of season two and season three happened and I kinda that was with the new map and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of got away from it with the new map, uh, because I just was no longer good at the game at all. And I, I'm sure that I would have I would have kept playing and like learned that new map. Yeah. yeah. And I just I don't know, that burnt me out really bad and there were other things to play, so I just stopped. Um, but this season five, it brings two new characters. One of them I've seen quite a bit of. I don't have either of them. The other one is this like robotic dude. Um, and then Loba is, she's got this black market staff. I don't really understand what her like gimmick is because it also allows her to teleport. 
but then oh. it, it it's a black market and then i was really freaked out because i was like do i need to like pay for this stuff or how is this working but it basically brings all of the items uh that are around the area to the black market and then you can pick up whatever you want for free oh weird yeah the robot dude that uh she's a little scared of she was like infiltrating his place in the trailer uh i don't know a lot about his skills uh hmm. he's just kind of creepy looking he's like the skull looking robot dude um but yeah i don't know i really like that it is back to the old map the canyon i can't remember what it was called something uh, canyon. yeah and it's not Seems the canyon or something something like that yeah and it's not the exact same map so they've like done things there was that little town uh in the desert where uh there were like all the bones and stuff yeah the graveyard it's on the graveyard that is like completely gone and there's a few other things but it feels mm. familiar and i'm like i know where things are on this map a little bit better uh so i'm having fun with it i'm still real bad but <laughs> that's also yeah. there's a lot of things that have changed too like there's now a sniper class of guns and hmm. the sniper class of guns uh is most of the snipers from that were in the previous seasons yeah but one of them, the one that uses light ammo, that is not a sniper. And the only annoying thing about that is that it can't use sniper scopes for some reason. Oh, um, weird. It's no longer a sniper. Yeah. Hmm. The scout. Oh, um, uh, okay. Yeah. And then there's, it seems like the heavy ammo sniper shoots pretty fast. And then they've got another sniper that's slower than that. So that, like, that changes a lot of the game. There's also a new shotgun a few other guns Ooh. that I don't really know about, but I don't know. I, it's uh, cool. I, I didn't put this in the news, but uh, Respawn uh, recently, I think this past week, it was their 10th anniversary. They've been around for 10 years. Wow. Um, but, with, but with that, they also said that there are no plans for another Titanfall game right now. So all I got to say is thank you, Apex, uh, because <laughs> I want a new Titanfall game. We'll play some more Apex. No. Uh, and there's new dialogue. That's been really nice. But yeah, but, so Titanfall died so Apex could live. Oh. They will make so another Titanfall at some re- point. Respawn can, respawn's making money, so they're like, hey. Well, right, actually, no, good. I take that back because they also said recently that Fallen Order is going to become a franchise. So. Okay. That's I, something. I think the dialogue in this game is one of my favorites. Just because everybody has like quips that just work so the well. The banter, yeah. yeah, like it it works really well. And then his mirage, he had something that I really liked where he was like, "Bamboo." He, he said something and he goes, "I am running out of ideas here. I don't know." <laughs> and I was like, "That's great." And then somebody else like triggered that they were like, "Hey, this gun is over here," and another person said, "The circle's closing soon. Can we not leave that behind?" And I was like, whoa, that's super that's intuitive. Cool. Like, did you hit a button for that or did that just like happen naturally? It was really like kind of crazy. Um, the dialogue is up there. I think top three favorite games of dialogue. It's going to be. That's neat, too, because it seems to be very reactive to what's going yeah. on. And it's gotten even better than last I played. Like, it's very responsive in some of the things that they're saying. Um, that's cool. It reminds me of. New or Horizon Zero Dawn, when I got off of the little horse thing and it was like, well, never mind. I got on the horse <laughs> no, and I got right. off and it yeah. said that and I was like, that's amazing. 
Um, and then in Red Dead 2, when I went into a store, came out and went back in, and he was like, what'd you forget? And I was like, really cool. Oh, little. that's also another thing that turned 10 today was uh, Red Dead 1. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. I, I'd say if you liked Apex, didn't play because of the new map, worth revisiting. Check it out again. Good stuff. Plus, it's free, I think. Remember, Titanfall died so Apex could live. <laughs> Titanfall fans got bamboozled. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> bamboozled. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Fortnite. Yes. Well, okay, that's a good thing. <laughs> a game is a good game if you enjoy it. If you enjoy Fortnite, then it's a good game. Oh, trust me, I enjoy some bad games, so... Yeah. Oh, give Fortnite a hard time, but I understand if people like <laughs> Always it. Always give like it a hard time. <laughs> yeah. It's the Nickelback of video games. <laughs> Nickelback has good songs. I'm just throwing that out there. I agree. I like Nickelback from time to time. Uh... I think... I, I, I just see our listener count just dropping right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alright, we're out. They're supporting uh-huh. Fortnite. We dissed Fortnite, so everyone left. And then we supported Fortnite, so then everyone else left. <laughs> and, well, then we said we liked Nickelback, so... Yeah. That's I... why. Just look at this photograph. <laughs> Every time I do, it makes me laugh, okay? Uh, what's in the gaming news? <laughs> okay, yeah, we need to move on. Um, so, the first piece of news is that... Uh, there was a state of play on Ghost of Tsushima last Thursday. Oh, that's so cool. I actually have not watched watched it. Uh, I was at work at the time, and then I was like, you know what? I'm okay with not watching it. I'm okay with just waiting till it comes out in July. But I did learn some stuff about it just through like headlines and things like that. Like, it looks uh, so cool. Yeah, the uh, guiding wind thing sounds cool. Uh, yeah, how, it looks like there's like, no mini map at all. You're just going yeah. where the wind takes you, literally. Yep. It's, yep. Yeah. I. It looks really. I wasn't. I wasn't that interested in it before <laughs> this because it was always just like cool looking shots, but like no gameplay yeah. or anything. And now it's mm-hmm. like you can pet foxes, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm hyped. So it looks really good. And I like the uh, cinema mode thing that they're adding. That sounds cool. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It looks kind of Assassin's Creed-ish in a lot of ways. Um, and that you can kind of do these stealthy uh, things as the ghost version. Well, that's what people are saying. They're like, well, we don't need Assassin's Creed to do a Japan game anymore because this is it. Yeah. yeah, and it looks so, it's so cool because, like, and they, they show the same area, but, like, as you being the ghost and when you're not being the ghost. And when you're the not samurai. the ghost, and when you're just the, the samurai, you could just one-hit kill guys. Like, he just yeah. kills Man. them. It's like... There's no reason to have like a, like I don't know if there's gonna be like a leveling system or anything like that. But they made it like they. It seems it's like okay, you are samurai. You're really good at killing things, and that it looks like it's gonna stay that way throughout the game. There's not gonna be like this. I'm power sure there will increase. be. I mean, there may be. It didn't. It well, because uh, the infamous games have a like a leveling system where you unlock abilities and stuff like. That. It looked like it was That's a timing fair. situation with who. Yeah he was killing because like, there was, was one just, that he did like a it was thing. very unique combat i guess as mm-hmm. well say it's combat mm-hmm. like everyone's um a lot of modern games have taken a arkham style combat or an assassin's mm-hmm. creed style combat this is so different 
than yeah. that combat. I might end up giving in and just going to watch this later. It <laughs> you should. Cool. It just looks really cool. It's really um, cinematic, uh, the way that yeah. he, as a samurai, kills people. It'll be like this, like, super fast, like, slash. Oh, and then nice. he kind of pauses for a second. You see the guy fall. And it's yeah. like, whoa. And then he takes the sword and he goes to put it away. Nice. the blood off the sword like in a samurai <laughs> movie. Yeah. And then I plan like, on watching a few samurai movies before this comes out. Yeah, yeah, then there's the when he's playing as the ghost and you just kinda like do whatever. Like it seems like samurai it's sort of like like behold, I am powerful. Slice me, and then bro. when you're the ghost, you're just yeah. like like I'm gonna bring you over here, then I'm gonna kill you and I'm gonna scare very you. Ninja, it's yeah. very ni- yeah, it's cool. kind of Horizon Zero Dawn in the way that you're like planning your attacks that way. It oh, seemed nice. like you were yeah, setting the, things up. But yeah, it's just so like cool how they seem to be like really emphasizing environment and being observed observant of the environment instead of like to maps. So like you, right. when you when you put um, a po- a point on the map or something, or if you're trying to go towards quest, you just follow the wind and you literally have to on your screen screen look at where the wind is blowing. Wow. Um, and that's where it'll take you where you need to go. Or like for huh. foxes, will lead you to um, areas where you can like get stuff. And, um, but you have to be observant and you, you gotta mm-hmm. just follow them. Um, and they also talk about, it's like, yeah, if you see like smoke in the distance, that could be a sign of someone needing your help. It's like, okay, like all these things, there's no like mini map with pinpoints of here's where you need to go. You that literally have awesome. to look at the environment and then observe for yourself and be like, oh, I need to go here for this I'm reason. I'm really surprised that this is the first game to do that with the wind thing. Like, that seems like something that you could have uh, seen. It made me ages think of Wind ago. Waker, but that's yes. that's different. Oh yeah, kinda. I, I was mean, Wind Waker. I'm surprised you... Breath of the Wild didn't do yeah. it with like literally breaths of the wild showing where to go. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's like they're trying really hard to make things really subtle, which I think uh. is cool. So I recommend even if you're not very interested originally, like I wasn't very interested in this game, watch it. It's it's just really fun to watch. It's a cool vibe. So. I was interested, but it was one of those things where I'm like, I hadn't watched it yet, so I was okay with just waiting until it came out to experience it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Cool. So, that is Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, the other thing that came out recently was uh, the tech demo for Unreal Engine 5. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I also saw bits and pieces of, because all this stuff came out when I was like busy uh, that day. Um, it looks cool from what I've seen. Billions uh, so of f- triangles. Yeah, yeah. That's triangles. <laughs> <laughs> that was about where I was at, and he's like, "We'll zoom out and we'll show you all of the different triangles. triangles. Like, all these little colors are little bitty triangles." And it was like, "Wow!" Okay. So that's the thing about it, right? Though they're kind of advertising this like unlimited like polygon count, basically, like. It sounds cool. It's really cool. I uh, I think what yeah. impressed me the most from that presentation was like already it was just at the beginning even like just the light showing the mm. different shadows yeah. and stuff. It's just like yeah, we can just do this now because of how we hmm. made this. I'm like, that's awesome because now you can create even better worlds that just have you more dynamic lighting and environments and the fact that well, it's all they were using cinematic like movie quality. What were they like pieces set pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I'm really interested of like, who's gonna build those? Who's actually gonna implement those in the games without it looking yeah. like the games are all the same? Uh, but they're so detailed. Like that little mountain, that little like hill of rubble uh, at the yeah. triangle area, just yeah. looks so incredibly detailed. Yeah. Then just like where she runs off and is like 
kind of like gliding and flying at the end and you see mm-hmm. like kind of everything like falling apart and everything it's 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 all procedurally generated. Like that's crazy. That's not that's not a cutscene. So right. it looks pretty nuts. Um, I'm pretty impressed personally, but I hope it's utilized. I think it me could too. be really cool. Me too. Mm. So so this isn't just going to be like a next gen thing. Apparently, I saw other like smaller articles about how I guess they got it, they had it running on some particular low end. Like I don't know if it was a low end, but it was some kind of laptop they. I guess got it to run on. Uh, apparently, it will come to Switch. Like it will be an engine they can use on Switch. Wow. Um, but like, I, but this is a tech demo, so this is the Unreal Engine at its full capacity, like running, like just basically like all out. Um, right. So like, there. I mean, I'm sure developers will have their own ways of using it and things like that. That's um, what I mean. Like, you can do all of these things, but somebody mm-hmm. has to sit there and draw all of those little triangles out and make each piece of like each pebble in that little hill a pebble Mm. and so it's going to be like whether or not people actually utilize it to this full capabilities um because point is they can't work that's really expensive Mm -hmm. or really stressful on your developer if you're not yeah Yeah, so that's exciting. Uh, it's kind of just a, another look into next gen, uh, so that's cool. Yeah. And then the third piece of news I'm excited about is that uh, it's, this came out like the next day after we recorded last week, <laughs> but uh, Tony Hawk 1 and 2 are getting remastered. Yeah. Yeah. We saw a trailer, and it looks awesome. I'm excited that it's a thing. I remember yeah. I, have, I have fond memories of Underground 2 specifically, which is uh-huh. kind of when the like they started to kind of decline um yeah it was like after the underground games whenever like the franchise started to kind of die off yeah but Mm -hmm. i i don't know if i'll actually buy this just because i've been so selective with video games in the past there's so many so few things for me to check out i think this is one honestly though to to in response i think this is one of those games that if you if you were to buy it you could just play, like, pop it on anytime, like, oh, I want to play something. Oh, yeah. You can go do a run, because this isn't, like, open area, like, open world, kind of like some of those Tony Hawk games were. Actually, even the underground ones weren't really open. I think uh, they were, like, closed-off areas. I think 2 was pretty well open, but uh, this was when uh, they were still closed off into small stages. They had all the challenges you could play and things like that. Uh, it looks the, gorgeous. Everything the soundtrack is going to be back. Uh, most, I think there's only like three songs from the original soundtracks that they're missing. Oh. Um, you can, yeah, you can go listen to that on Spotify right now too. That's cool. Uh, if, if you like the soundtrack. Uh, so also what, what I found out was kind of interesting is that um, I talked about Diablo 2 getting a remaster from the people that did the Crash games. Uh-huh. Uh, this is uh, Tony Hawk is being done by Vicarious Visions, who did the Crash games. Oh, cool! Um, so that's kind of cool. Like they're using that talent to be like, hey, like people want this other thing too, so go make it. You could also play as skaters in their current age, which is real strange. That's, that's cool. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> Hopefully, they won't m- mess up a hip or something. <laughs> that would be so terrible. <laughs> no, they're not that old. Some that would them. suck. Be like midair doing a 900 and be like, oh. Yeah, I, never, I mean, some of them are getting up there. I never played any of the those games, but um, they're super fun. It's really funny because my fiance actually he's been in the huge mood to play um, Tony Hawk Four, 
I don't know why four specifically. Oh, wow. I guess that's, that's the only yeah, one he played. That's, crazy. that's um, probably the one he grew up with or something. But I guess in that game, and I don't know about the other games, you could there were certain cheat codes where you can play as Boba Fett and like yeah, oh yeah, stuff like that. So I'm wondering yep. like maybe there'll be that in this. I don't know. Well, that would be so cool. it it gets weird because uh, I mean I don't think they could uh, with this one, but Spider Man was an unlockable for Tony <laughs> Perox- for Pro Skater Two. Yeah, they had, like, um, but, always but, had some really weird skaters that you could get. Well, that was because they owned the license at the time, right. probably, because they were making the Spider-Man games. Uh, I remember, I think it was Boba Fett for uh, Underground. I Dude. think uh, Iron Man was in the first Underground. Okay. Um, Super weird. Uh, let's see, 3, I think, had Darth Maul and Wolverine uh, that you could unlock. <laughs> uh, and Just Most yeah. random... That's what... Do you remember Underground 2, I think it was, you could take your picture and then you would have to give like your memory card or something and mail it to them and then they would put the character, like your face on a character for you Mm -hmm. so that you could play as yourself in Tony Hawk. (laughs) It was the weirdest thing. I think that's how you did it. It was either that or it was the PS2 camera. Oh, could be. I can't remember. (laughs) <laughs> they um super, in the, super i think cool. pro skater 2 i remember when you make a character in pro skater 2 in the original mm-hmm. that the faces were literally photographs of the skaters like they would on, just kind like of where their face should onto be the face onto the yeah it was just like this but it was like an exact photo it's so funny <laughs> yeah Crazy. I, I did that with a couple ea games at one point like you can literally scan it and then like on madden or whatever uh there was one where i made a coach because i was doing like franchise mode and it looked Almost exactly like me. It was legit. It was awesome. <laughs> it mapped it correctly, like, for once. Something that you don't have on here that I'm super excited about and just thought about is uh, Paper Mario Origami. King. Oh, I forgot about the Paper Mario trailer. Yeah. That looked really good. It looks cool. Well, I don't know about gameplay-wise, but it looks really pretty. And mm-hmm. it, I think a cool, good Paper Mario game is due. I'm excited. The only thing, though, that I think is going to tick people off is it doesn't look like it's the RPG format. I know. That's... It looks more... That was what I... I know. That's why I'm like... I I don't like RPG, but I like Paper Mario RPG. Really pretty. It's going to be like... um, uh, What was it? There was a... I I think it was like... It was Super Paper Mario, I think, was the one that wasn't an RPG. I think that's the one Um, I played. I don't know if Color Splash was an RPG or not, because that was the one that came played, on the Wii U. I played the one on the Wii, which I think was Super Paper Mario, and I played yeah. um, Sticker Star, which I guess are the two really bad games in the series. Well, but... those were the games that people didn't like, because yeah. of, it wasn't it wasn't an RPG. I haven't yeah. played since Thousand Year Door. Which oh, is see, that's the, that's the one that one, people are saying, like, you should just make it like Thousand Year Door. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of bummed. That way, though. I didn't think about that. It looks cool. Like, the style looks really awesome. Like, uh, when they first showed the, like, origami and they showed him in the castle. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, wait a minute. Are they going to do a Super Mario 64 like this? Like, that'd be interesting. <laughs> be really but cool. then it turned. Yeah. But then it turned into this other thing. And it's like, even if it's not like that RPG thing, it still looks like a fun adventure. And when he wears a Samus hat, what's that about? Yes. So my theory is that they're, I mean, everybody's theory is that they're teasing something. Ooh. It better be the HD trilogy for Prime. I don't think that's if jo- it. If but Joe I was here, so. he would scream and be like, give it to me. Because <laughs> cool. Joe's I, been waiting on that. 
I just thought about that. It kind of just popped up. We can get to the pull list. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the pull list is got some cool stuff. Uh, let's see. Um, so Wonderful 101 Remastered comes out this week. Um, Crucible comes out, which is a third-person shooter published by Amazon. And then Maneater comes out, which is the Shark PG, the Shark game that uh, oh yeah that Tripwire is doing, uh, Killing Floor people. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna review that. I'm gonna pick it up uh, at the end of the week, and uh, I like Killing looks Floor like a, a lot. really cool game. Yeah, um, that yeah, it looks awesome. I'm gonna be reviewing that, so I'll probably talk about it on Monday. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. So, alrighty, uh, that's it for the poll list. Cool. Sweet. We get into movies. I did not see any movies, so... Um... I don't think I did either. Cool. LJ, you saw something that's brand new, though. Oh, yeah, I saw Scoob. How was oh. it? Oh. It was good. I'm kind of bummed that Shaggy isn't Shaggy. Like, the voice of Shaggy didn't play Shaggy. Oh, like from the movie? Yeah. Because I was going to say, Casey Kasem's dead, so he can't do that's Shaggy. True. But that the dude from the live-action movies has that voice spot on. Yeah. Know. Uh, it was really good. It's got a lot of Hanna-Barbera, like, old-school cartoon references. Okay. It uses original sound effects from, like, the old show and stuff, too. Like, so I thought that was really creative. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's Where a fun movie, Where did you watch though. it at? You have to um, $20 digital? I actually bought it for $5 more. I'm like, well, my nephew knows what Scooby-Doo is. He's probably going to watch this multiple times. So I just oh, cool. bought it. Because okay. you could either buy it, you could do the rental thing for 20 bucks, or you yeah, could yeah. do the buy thing for 25 And I'm like, well, 5 bucks more. That's what I would pay for a Blu-ray. Okay. Yeah. It's that really good, cool. though. Fun. Mm-hmm. Is it very supernatural? Because there's a lot of alien stuff going on. Don't spell too much, but... do Wait, do what? What is it? Is there a lot of supernatural? Because there's, like, alien stuff in commercial. Don't give away too um, much, but... No. Well, I mean, it had, I mean it's Scooby-Doo, so it's going to have the supernatural elements, but... Uh... Cool. Okay. It's a bit more of a bigger adventure than I thought it was going to be. But all good, all for a good reason, okay. though. Cool. Mm. All right, well, if that's... Yeah. Well, if that's all the uh, the movies that we've seen, we'll get into the news. Yeah, so it's not a lot of news this week, because, again, it's there hasn't been lots of COVID-19 movie news, but... Right. We do have a lot of like, this is filming, this is not filming. Exactly. But uh, we got a little bit something different this week. So first of all, um, there's going to be a Furiosa prequel movie, uh, Furiosa (laughs) from Mad Max. Um, It's not going to be the same actress. I think they're like having her be like a younger, Mm -hmm. like younger than that, like young enough where it'd probably be different, um, different person. But um, I think they're looking at maybe what's her name? Uh, starts with an A. Anya Taylor Joy. I always like I I know her face, and I always forget her name. But she's okay. she's in a couple different things, including who knows when it's going to come out. But New Mutants. That's one I'm still excited <laughs> oh, yeah. about. But it's there's so I many. I saw a new release date release for that, date. and I didn't throw it in here because I was like, "It's probably not going to happen." I we'll just, just was thinking about it though. I'm like, man, that, that's <laughs> what I was excited about. I guess there's lots of movies for people to be excited about. That's people are really liking anymore. it so far. It's gotten like good audience, good. whatever. Good, good, good. audience oh. tests, screen um, tests. That's what they're called. 
But yeah, anyway, so <laughs> they're eyeing her. It's not confirmed, obviously, but they're, they're she's kind of in the running as long as some other actresses to play as her. But um, I don't know. I never watched uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Um, but It makes a you, lot of sense that they would have a different cool. actor instead of like CGI. That's what they because... mentioned. They mentioned maybe doing CGI de-aging, but that's like for a whole Very movie. against the original director's like thing. Like yeah. most of Mad Max Fury Road is done without CGI and all yes. of like practical effects as much as possible. Yeah, um, which is cool. And, yeah, and it feels like Tom Hardy is like not even a focal point in Fury Road anyway. It's a lot about her. So got it. Yeah, she's like the center figure in that movie almost. Yeah, it's just like it's obviously they're they're not doing the DH thing, but it does mention in the article that they they were thinking about it, but yeah. it's. I don't know. I guess it, it just makes me think about like that. There's already so many movies that have that feature, and mm-hmm. I mean, Star Wars is a great is one of the main examples. Like they did that already a couple times in Star Wars. Um, but there's even Marvel. Um, yeah, Marvel, Terminator, um, Terminator. Oh, what else was I thinking? There was something else where it was just like, oh, was it Gemini Man? I never watched that movie, but the movie's oh, yeah. about will smith and a twin will smith, will smith but will smith looks like cgi'd <laughs> it's so strange it, i just i just don't know how i feel about it becoming a thing and the fact that they're I just think gonna he's have like, better i think so yeah yeah because we'll it's gonna get to the point where they're gonna have like full cgi people like of like older actors or something right with like over like clips of uh, voice clips that they never actually got put in a movie you know that they still have and they'll make t- it's tom cruise make movies forever <laughs> <sighs> i i think the only people that have done it well so far well I, think... I, w- I would say terminator did a pretty good job and then um marvel movies have really done well not looking overly cgi i feel like star wars the general i can't remember from rogue one yeah. It looked very cartoonish. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Star Wars, they always did it where, like, it made sense to do it. You know what I mean? Like, they mm-hmm. don't want to change his actor because his actor is very iconic in that role. Um, mm-hmm. So that was kind of the only option they had, and it did look kind of weird, but it was like, and that's what you have. And the same thing with, like, you know, for Princess Leia, it's like, okay, that's kind of oh, yeah. what you have to do in that situation. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand yeah. that. Like, if you really, really want to portray those characters, you kind of have to do it that way. Marvel, it was more of a choice. I didn't have to use those scenes, but they did. Um, and Terminator, I, I never watched Terminator, so I don't know. It's like the very beginning of the movie. Um, okay. yep. And it was, I don't know if it was actually good. Uh, I think it was one of the first times I had seen that. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was kind of astonished to see. Oh, yeah, in uh, Genesis? Yeah, when he's facing himself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that Genesis? I don't well because then in uh, Dark Fate the new one somehow they added like John Connor was still in it and then like the they I don't know if they de-aged Arnold in that part too oh, in the weird. beginning so I don't know I can't remember what I think it, if was, it, Genesis, was, that, uh, if it was Genesis where he was like fighting himself and I was just like this is right. crazy uh, but that like I said that might have been because it was the first time I'd seen it right. I mean, we may have seen it from uh, Robert Downey Jr. in Civil War at that point oh but that was kind of i mean it was really new back then so it looked mm. really good but now that it's kind of aged i'm kind of like eh. i could definitely tell i think the, the general in star wars was the one that i had seen and was mostly like you look like plastic 
<laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah, so that's um that's that news. Our second bit of news is just Crazy. I don't know. It's kind of <laughs> scary to me. It's absolutely not confirmed. Um, so that's at least yeah. the hopeful thing. But there's just kind of rumors um, that apparently like, Amazon's maybe considering buying out some movie theaters. Um, AMC really specifically. AMC is one that's, I mean, among theaters is really suffering right now. Um, they're almost bankrupt. And that's just like crazy to think about. Um, but yep. at the they're same trying time, to throw gems while they're down too. That's that's where we're at right now um so yeah like logistically speaking it's absolutely possible like amazon right. has so much money and amazon or sorry amc is again losing all their money so it could happen but that's just a really spooky thought to me it's like yeah amazon has been making movies and putting it on amazon prime but like just trying to think of like what that would actually look like if there's just Amazon theaters. I would hope popcorn oh. will get cheaper. Gosh, mate. I don't think that I don't know. Because the shipping. If they call it Amazon Multi Cinema, then they can continue to call it AMC. Oh yeah. Boom. Oh. So then they can even show some of their original stuff there too. Right. Yeah, that's what they would do. Is that they would show all like their release, like, because I mean like. I can't ignore the fact that their Amazon movies are really good. Like, their Amazon... Some Amazon movies have won awards. So, like, they could Mm. show those off way even even more in those theaters. Prime members would probably have cheaper tickets. Yeah, like, that's the weird thing. Okay, I'm down. It's like... (laughs) And, like, yeah, I'm a Prime member, but that just feels really scummy. That feels really weird. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, just the fact that it's like, okay, you can already do so much through Amazon. Um... Yep. Like, they're already bought out so many, like, book, like, the book industry, right? That was, like, kind of right. the first uh, thing. But then Twitch, also, even. Like, Twitch is a trippy Twitch thing. Twitch. And, um... They're publishing food. that game that comes out this week, also. Yeah, they're making games. And then they're making... Now they're making movies and pot- potentially having theaters. It's like, they're just... They're going too far. Oh, yeah, they own Whole Foods, Uncle too. Uncle Jeff think, right? needs yeah, to sit do. down and calm down but he can't do that because it's freaking uncle jeff that's what he does well he's about to be a trillionaire too so you don't (laughs) gosh i'm so upset with the world and wealth and distribution they're gonna buy mickey mouse and then it'll be over that's a discussion for yeah so (laughs) basically what's gonna happen especially if this happens especially if they actually do end up buying it out which oh my gosh that's again just terrifying for me to think about um all of our news on a podcast is basically just going to end up being either Amazon or Disney. Like, they're just going to be the two mm-hmm. in the future. You'll like... have Google trying and failing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, eventually Amazon will buy Google, probably. Oof. I was going to say, with Google, are you referring to, like, Man, Stadia? Or that is would Quibi real like a Google be, That would be really monopolizing. I Google. feel like they're already monopolizing, but especially if they went that far. If Amazon mm-hmm. owns Google... Any time you shop for something, Amazon products would be the first thing you'd see. It already does that on Facebook. It's like the minute you Google something, you'll see it on Facebook. It already kind of does this, right? But the fact is, they they even if you Google something to shop, even if Amazon's the first thing that comes up, you can usually still find that other places, um, Mm, like you know the original distributor. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like if Amazon were to ever be powerful enough to own Google. That just, mm-hmm. they just, you wouldn't have the option. 
Yeah, it would be a straight-up monopoly. Like, hey, you have to yeah. buy from us even if we jack the price. Yeah, because even Walmart's like, I know what you were looking at earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you got Walmart. You got, like, you know, Office Depot. You have all these other places where you can get other mm-hmm. stuff. But I don't know. I don't want to think about that. Already the fact that Amazon might be getting beers <laughs> scares me enough. Um, I really can't think beyond that right now. That's just too as scary. As popcorn's cheaper, I'll be happy. I'll be easy to please. I'll be your sheep. Stop. Sheep of the Amazon. We're gonna stop. We're gonna stop talking about this. Can we talk about TV now? Is there an Amazonian sheep? Oh, there will be. It'll be you. Yeah, I know. Oh, look, it's a picture of me. Cody Armor Amazonian sheep. Well, I looked up Amazonian sheep and I got sheep at Amazon.com. So I mean, you know, freaking hell. Now, now when you go on Facebook, it's gonna be like. Sheep stuff. The Hamptofrin Boliviana, I like that last word, uh, is an Amazon sheep frog. Oh. Oh, okay. I was wondering what you were getting at there, and I'm like, oh, okay. All right, it's we a can frog. <laughs> we get that, into was the a, that was a stretch. I was supposed to rein it in, and I decided to just take us way out of, way into the trees of the Amazon. That's fine. Get back on the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll follow the Amazon trail. Back to no, no. where we need to go. <laughs> oh no, that was a great game. <laughs> okay, uh, TV. We Shelly and I've been watching Avatar. I don't know if there's much to say. Still great, right? I'm a little upset with the quality. Like the really? picture, like the, oh, because oh yeah, because it's the four there. by it's the right it's the old aspect ratio. Yep, it's so. Pixely, at least for some episodes like, are. It gets a little better, but it's still not like it's not Blu-ray quality, which I guess okay. Yeah, that first episode quality, is real rough. But yeah, but like they're capable of uprising stuff. We've seen it happen. I mean, they it's, made. It's just funny, like, because I talked to my roommate about this, right? Because she's like probably the biggest Avatar: Last Airbender fan I know. Um, mm-hmm. so she already owns the series, not Blu-ray, but like regular DVD, and so she would watch it like you know using her Xbox 360. And she said mm. that, like, yeah, like, I thought that the Xbox 360 and the, you know, kind of older DVDs were why the couple of first episodes were so pixely, but it looks the same on Netflix. Yeah, mm. they have an uprising. Probably just those early sure episodes. Yeah. They would do that. Yeah. It'd be nice. Not to bring up Amazon again, but I watched it a couple years ago on Amazon Prime. That <laughs> that show is the reason why I have an Amazon Prime account to this that's day. That's crazy. Because that's, that's why I got Amazon Prime. Even more insane. So, this was on Netflix years ago. Like, I would have been 18 years old, and where I was at on Netflix is, like, still in their data. So, like... Weird. It had me on season three towards the end, and it was like, continue watching, and I was like... That's so funny. What do you mean, continue watching? That's so (laughs) weird. I mean... Yeah. Because I I know it used to be on there. Like, I guess Nickelodeon and Netflix used to be friends, and then something happened, but now they're friends again. Now they're yeah, now they're talking about like original programming. And exactly. Stuff. <laughs> so, which is cool, I think, because I like Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. but it's it's just weird. Like I don't know what happened. Something happened. I think it's really funny that we were complaining about Dragon Prince's animation style. Uh, like this first that first season's real choppy, and yeah. then I looked back at this last episode and was like, like man, Ooh. we weren't mad about this. <laughs> it's because we're we're it kids. We didn't know anybody. Yeah, I think it's a popular enough show. That it should be up-rezzed. 
and it's crazy yeah. to me that they haven't done so yet. I kind of still want to buy the Blu-ray collection, like just because like that's a TV show. It's like you should own regardless anyway, like mm-hmm. so that way you don't have to stream it. Yeah, they could. Um, yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't go as far as Dragon Ball Super, but they could literally like reanimate those first few, the first season. That would be kind of cool. People might be mm-hmm. mad about that. You can't have the original integrity, but remaster it. I would love to see that if they made mm-hmm. it like HD and completely redid those like scenes. That would be kind of crazy. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. as long as they use that animation style, like I wouldn't want them changing the art style. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, at this point, I'd be considering like actually putting the money and getting a Blu-ray for After I Lost Airbender. But it's only like thirty, thirty dollars or something now too. Like it's lowered in price. That's true. Did they upgrade the Blu-ray? I don't know. I'll have to look into it. But okay. it's been like in my, it's been like I see it every now and then whenever I go to like target or something i'm just like oh like i'm gonna buy you one of these days because but... they up resin the blu-ray i'll be real mad that netflix hasn't put in the work to do that because or they should just do a 4k ultra edition that'd be cool that'd be sweet okay uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> avatar still a great show um best character development in a tv show ever mm-hmm. i'm really Definitely glad a good show i'm really glad that that character development um they held on to that for the Dragon Prince. I yeah. think the Dragon oh, Prince oh. has some really great character development. Good writing. They're really so. good at that. Uh, Zuko. Iroh's still my favorite, even in the beginning. Iroh's still so good. So great. Um, but yeah, Zuko's story arc in that is just insane. If you haven't watched it yet, uh, watch it. The first season, um, I know most of us that listen to the podcast are adults. Uh, first season can be a little rough to watch because it's kind of a kid sh- it's very much the kid show that it is in the first season it's kind of like watching the first season of clone wars it's like it's very kid yeah kid friendly and then it kind kid-ish. of i remember when i was a kid i grew up with the show and i really appreciated that yeah um the mm. other two seasons just kind of mature uh, as you go looking back mm-hmm. cool lj what is superstore it is a comedy on NBC. It is uh, it does have some adult humor, but like luckily like it's NBC, so they have to like be sort of clean with it. Mm-hmm. It's super funny. It's a like a workplace comedy type of thing, <laughs> almost like a Brooklyn Nine Nine or like a like Parks and Rec kind of thing. Like uh, I feel like The Office at some point started this like workplace comedy trend, and that's kind of what it is. And it's basically about this fictional. We're going to get corporation talk in here again. Um, but uh, it's like a fictional Walmart. It's called Cloud Nine. And it's like got like a like almost like an angel like heaven theme because the thing they tell people when they leave is have a heavenly day. And <laughs> it's just like some of these people in that work there are like they're 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 characters. And then the best one of the best parts of the show, funniest parts of the show is in between scenes, they'll do like transitions of like crazy stuff happening in the store. Like, uh, there was one where um, this kid, it just shows this kid, and he's got his head stuck in between, like, this chair. That's like a, like a table, like a dining room chair. There's one where somebody's got their kid in a playpen. Like, that's just there's just some kid chilling in, like, one of the decorative, like, playpens. Um, but it's just, like, the type of crazy stuff in those transitions that you would see, like, at a Walmart or something, just, like, off the wall. Um, man, it's a funny show, like, if, you know, if you can watch some of that, humor like especially like like brooklyn 99 and some of those more adult oriented comedies then i recommend it it's pretty funny it go it's one of those things where the episode starts off like 
with a particular situation and just gets progressively worse, uh, like throughout the episode. It's pretty crazy. Oh, but yeah, it's it's been fun. Uh, I guess I'll talk about. I I didn't really think about this because uh, I haven't watched it on TV. YouTube has been feeding me History Channel's World's Strongest Man. Uh, huh. And it's actually been really interesting. I don't know how it that knows you're going back to the gym. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it was last couple of weeks it's done this. And so at first, and this is really interesting too. It's not just marketing that, but it's doing it like intelligently. So it was giving me a little three minute clips. And Weird. then the clips got a little bit longer. And now I'm watching full episodes on History Channel's like oh. uh, official channel. Cool. So I've watched like two episodes of it now. Uh, that algorithm got you. Yeah. And it's it's very interesting. It's about them. It's four of the guys that have won the World's Strongest Man competition. Um, mm. And they go around basically recreating uh, some of the biggest lifts in history. Uh, some things that are like... One of the things that they do in the very first episode is something that uh, allegedly happened. They don't even know mm. if it's been proven or not. But there's this big Viking legend of this like uh, thing happening. So they they tried doing that lift themselves and the lift killed the man in the legend. So it's kind of crazy that they're trying to recreate it. Yeah. And then they do a lot of things that like look very, uh, risky. Unsafe. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure that they're doing it very like wisely and they know what they're doing, but right. it's some of the things they're doing are, are absolutely crazy. Uh, so I've been watching that, I guess it's That's cool. I got tricked. <laughs> uh now i'm watching their like actual youtube channels um huh. which has been really interesting they all a couple of them at least have their own youtube channels that they're doing much crazy stuff on themselves uh, they eat ten thousand calories all of them apparently Dang. eat ten thousand calories a day which is a lot of calories for those who don't who don't know yeah an intense mm. amount of food um and then I've been watching She-Ra on Netflix because nice. the last season has come out. Um, and my opinions haven't really changed. It's a very funny show. I really like the humor. The story's been pretty good. Um, but it's uh, definitely like a very feminine show. Mm. <laughs> my what? I might be my wife's favorite show. Uh. <laughs> She's uh, very into it. And I, I don't like... I'm not like against it. It's just I don't know. It's got like a feminine, uh, femininity to it. Um, that's been like a particular know. audience that it's trying to reach. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's very cutesy. I I don't know. I like it. My one thing that was kind of bothersome is the bad guy. Uh, well, first of all, the season has been very predictable. It's the very last mm. season, and I don't like how predictable oh. the season's been so far. Uh, just because it's the last one. Uh, but then the bad guy, his whole thing is like, he's got all these other, it's a, like a hive mind thing, and huh. they're all um, worshipping the the queen bee, I guess, but it's a guy. Um, and he is having them like chant that like, the rest of the world is shrouded in darkness, and only the light will set them free. And then huh. he is a light that is like, trying to hive mind the entire universe. Hmm. And it's a little, I was like, eh. I don't know. It's just a little confusing for younger audience. The light is the bad guy. Huh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's that's weird. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't know. It's it's a lot of fun. If you liked Voltron, 
I think you'll like this too. I still need to watch the rest of Voltron. Voltron's super good. Um, yeah, it's cutesy. Predictable though. Everything that's <laughs> happened has been. And the bad guy. Uh, I'll say this too. The bad guy is like, like there was a bad guy, and then you find out that he was like nothing compared to this new guy. He's there's like, a better guy. I mean, yeah, he's like supposed batter. to be real Thanos esque, oh. and like. He keeps failing left and right. And I'm like, <laughs> come on, man. What? You're supposed to be this all-powerful. like, And they're inconsistent about it. There's a bunch of stuff that happens, and he's like, you forgot. I'm all-knowing. I see everything. And it's because his hive mind's able to see things. But then his like hive mind minions will see things, and they won't report it to him. And I'm like, huh. why isn't that happening? Why Sounds like he... there's a glitch in the system. Yeah. Like, why don't you know about this? and i don't know so that part is really bugging me what happens when you try to play god man yeah i don't know i think (laughs) that um i think the writing could be a little bit better as far as the story in the last season but the humor Mm. amazing like one of the funniest shows always has me laughing every episode cool yeah uh, and then we'll get into TV news, right? Or wait. I watched another show. You did? Yes. Even though I'm what very is... late. I'm very late. But I started watching <laughs> Sherlock. <laughs> I watched a couple episodes I last year. Okay, then I'm not as late as Cody. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I was told it's great. Well, yeah, me and my fiance just needed another thing to watch. And he's like, yeah, I think we should start watching Sherlock. Because he's seen... Maybe up to season three. I don't think he's hmm. he's never seen okay. all of them, but he's seen he's seen most of it. Um, so he's like, yeah, I think you'd like it. So I'm like, okay, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I like really, Doctor Who. It's really good. Um, <laughs> and they got the same direct. Uh, yeah, I've, I still haven't seen Doctor Who, so then there we go. There's a trade off. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's super well done. Um, and the most experience I have watching anything related to Sherlock are like the Robert Downey Jr. movies, and yeah. also the show Elementary, um, <laughs> which is very, like, like more modern, sort of different take. Um, like, they, they just spin yeah. a bunch of stuff, which is fine. I actually, I like Elementary. Um, I didn't watch all of it, but my family I've never heard of together. that. It has Lucy Liu in it. She's uh, It was on a major network, yeah. I thought, for a while. I think. Yeah, I don't remember which one, but it, I think it was. That's where we watch it, so. Anyway. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Is that that's sort of the context where I think of Sherlock, but now it's like, oh, this is the actual show from BBC. Um, Watson's my favorite character. He's just so great. He's and a really good character in that. He's like all the acting is super good. Um, like Benedict Cumberbatch does really it. well. Like they they all do a really good job. Um, and I really loved season one. Um, and we started season two. And of course, every season's only like three or four episodes. They're just like They're really long. long ep- yeah, exactly. They're like short movies. They're like hour and a half long episodes, which is cool because I'm super annoyed when there's like, like, I really like how every episode kind of is its own like complete story, which yes, <clears throat> if you want all the context, watch the previous episodes, but like you could feasibly watch any of them and like, oh, that's the entire case. This is the whole like story. So that's really cool. That's I like cool. that. Yeah. There's no like weird, like. I guess there was kind of a cliffhanger in this, the season one finale, but I it's a finale, so I, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So, 
I really like season one. Um, I think we only watched the first episode of season two, but it already has kind of some cheese. From what I've been told from my friends who really like Sherlock, um, is that season one's really good, season two's okay, and then season three is like, there's just too much cheese and too much like weird, unrealistic stuff going on. Because you already kind of have to huh. like have a level of um, disbelief of like, oh, like Sherlock exists. You just kind of have to accept that, and then you can go with the show, mm. and it's really cool. Um, but even now, just, just beginning the second season, I kind of get a sense of what they're talking about. And I'm like, oh, hmm. it's kind of like... I don't know how I feel about this, but I'll keep watching. Um, I definitely do like it so far. I, I understand. I, I have a lot of friends who are freaking obsessed over it, so I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if it's anything to be obsessed over, but it is a very well done show that I'm yeah, finding Yeah, it is from what I'd seen. So I think it's super, I think the biggest, like, the funniest thing is how everyone, lots of people, like, again, like having not seen the show before, from what I knew from friends, a lot of people ship Watson and Holmes. Like, just, they ship them together. They're like, they should be in a relationship together. But it's so funny, because the show <laughs> is just constantly joking about that. Like, they're so self-aware <laughs> that they could very easily do that thing. And so they have to keep huh. reminding the audience, like, hey, no, this guy's straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. They're so aware. They're just like, of course, everyone's gonna ship them. Like the entire punchline of the show. They're partners. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I just think I I find that hilarious how people are still just like, oh, you should ship them, even though that's the literal joke of the show. But whatever. <laughs> that's I've said enough. We can, we can transition. <laughs> I will watch that someday, at some point. Yeah, it is good. Um, I do recommend. Mm -hmm. cool. At least so far. Well, our TV news also pretty late this week again. I want I want more real hard hitting news. Although your AMC news was pretty big. Mm -hmm. AMC theaters that's a big deal. Um, we got Titan season three is ready to be filmed, uh, and that's kind of cool. I had seen rumors, but they were like on Netflix images that I didn't even I didn't check the source on. Uh, that were saying that maybe they were going to cancel Titans from DC Universe. Uh, that Brandon Thwaites who plays Nightwing uh was like wanted out uh so mm -hmm. knowing that they have season three ready to film and are planning to film it uh kind of throws that out the window which is great because i really like titans and we haven't gotten to see uh a lot of the characters uh fully bloom in the story uh, mm. i like to really kind of see uh i don't know them do all the things that they're capable of there's a lot of potential for a lot of the actors and they haven't really showcased it yet Cool. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. tempted to renew my DC Universe account now that Xbox actually has a DC Universe app, unlike PlayStation. I recommend Harley Quinn. I would recommend watching it um, without kids around. It's mm. very uh, gory and a lot of curse words and stuff, but hilarious, hilarious show. Mm -hmm. mm. We have Dis uh, Disney Plus. <laughs> we have DC Universe just for that show right now. Cool. Uh, speaking of Disney Plus. Percy Jackson has become is becoming a TV show, and Sweet. it's going to be like faithful to the book supposedly, uh, which makes sense if you have a show you have more time to do that. Those yep. movies were not. I. That's all I know about the series is those movies. That's sad. 
and yeah. you said that's like equivalent that's, to you that's like aragon that's like aragon levels of like bad that's what Aragon's i heard i really bad i never read any of them but i have a lot of friends who grew up reading them and were really big mm-hmm. fans of it so i think it'd be like again and i like theoretically i go, go could go back to read them but it's like at this point it feels a little late so i'm actually really excited for a show so i can hopefully mm-hmm. capture some of what was really good about the series and enjoy it yeah. um because yeah there's a lot of books and yeah mm. the movie wasn't good i guess but again kind of like you cody that's most of my direct experience with it but i think it's really cool and like it will hopefully um like have some sort of justice for for how percy jackson's been treated in media so far yeah um for how good it is those movies i didn't like they weren't great movies but i didn't think they were terrible i think that aragon is objectively bad even if you Hmm. don't know the books (laughs) that's true yeah i think it's really hard for somebody at least avatar is avatar is a last airbender is a terrible movie even if you haven't seen the anime (laughs) I, cartoon not anime technically yeah, yeah. it's not anime technically but uh, aragon was a bad movie i was so disappointed <laughs> there is did you read aragon books lj no i did not unfortunately there I is a town in the books i've said this every time we brought it up but yep people need to know uh there's a town in the books that is carved out of stone and it's a very like pivotal piece of information in the sequels to that book and in the movie they turn it into a swamp with like these bridges and stuff and it's not not right like they sounds quit... like somebody didn't read the book before they made the movie yeah like they literally couldn't like have Avatar. made a sequel because the town went <laughs> yeah yeah last airbender he was clearly not a fan when he directed mm. that uh he has said so so and then Quibi's back in the news. Uh, apparently, they are not doing well uh, because of the coronavirus and quarantine. Which is odd. And not because uh, they've done anything wrong whatsoever with their marketing. And uh, <laughs> I just, I get that it's perfect for like a subway Bike-sized. ride or yeah. like a taxi ride, an Uber dra- a ride. Um they're like 10 minute long episodes but if you can't get a media company up and running in a time where people have nothing to do but watch media it's pretty bad then like maybe it's a little your fault i'm not saying that i would do any better <laughs> but <laughs> i don't i don't know man jeffrey katzenberg i just i feel like you have this all-star uh, lineup in your in your app. And you're probably making really good stuff, but people have nothing to do but watch it. So the sad part is that we reported on Quibi when it was when it first came out, and then now we're reporting on it when it's going downhill. <laughs> so it's like, um, it wasn't immediately when it was coming out. That was still. We'll see how long. That's the thing. Is like you would think. It was just coming out, but it actually had been like advertising for quite a while, and mm-hmm. before that, it was that, like a couple of weeks before that or something. Yeah. Months. It was a month or two. Yeah, oh. I'd seen Quibi everywhere. They went hard around the quarantine time, though. Like they went hard at it. Yeah, I don't. So. I don't know. I I don't feel like I feel bad 
that it's not doing well. But it's like during a quarantine, you should be able to get people to watch your stuff um, mm. if you're pushed hard enough. Again, we can say that about the podcast. I'm sure you're getting more hits than our podcast does. So <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know. I don't want to ta- talk too poorly. Uh, but I think it's kind of a cop out to be like it's the quarantine's fault because yeah. that's what people are doing yeah. right now. Yeah. They're probably just watching better quality stuff. Yeah. Well, I I can't say that though. I haven't watched any of it. That's true. I can't it's a weird it. app, and I just I've had no incentive to watch anything. I don't know how much it costs. I don't know if I would want to pay uh, anything. I don't even know. I don't even know if I have to pay. I don't know if it's free or not. <laughs> I'm assuming that you have to subscribe for it, and I don't want to subscribe for 10 minute videos. Um, I watch really good 10 minute videos on YouTube. It'll probably take you longer to subscribe than watch whatever content is on there. Yeah, <laughs> like I get most of my YouTube videos that I watch anymore are usually 10, 12 minutes long. Hmm. Like yeah. I don't know. That's where I go for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think? Do you think that it's because of the quarantine? Uh, uh, I just think... Oh, you're talking... I was talking yeah. to listeners. Hashtag oh, guys. But what do you guys think? What do you... I mean, what do you think, LJ? Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just I was just going to make one final comment and say... Uh, you, can't, you can't box with a big dog if nobody knows what your weight class is. Okay. <laughs> That's a good quote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Shelly? I don't know. I think that was pretty well said. Cool. I, I <laughs> want to hear from the listeners. Hashtag GGCast. Let us yeah, know. Talk on to Twitter. Us. Yeah. Um, there's also our Discord if you want to get into our Discord. Uh, I think you do so through the website now in a little community tab. Sweet. Uh, yeah. Well, there's a channel there for for just us. Just us podcast folk. Yep. Cool. You guys geeking out about anything else this week? Um, real quick. Uh, I did some cool D&D stuff this week. Uh, I killed a, uh, my team killed a dragon, which was cool. Nice. Uh, that was a very tough fight. It nice. actually wasn't too, health wasn't too bad. We kind of got it pretty quickly. But uh, my half-orc fighter is going to be a straight-up tank because I leveled up. And so I put two points into strength. Mm. And then I also got plate armor. So uh, my, my AC is like 20 because I have a shield. And then my strength is like 19. I love that. So I'm gonna be a walking tank, so that's gonna be fun next time we play. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna wreck yeah. shop. Yep, that's the plan. My Rick and Morty thing, D and D thing has been awesome, but I don't want to. I want people to play it, so I don't want to say anything about it. Yeah, it's been really cool. Anything for you, Shelly? I don't think so. Cool. Where can they find you at? You can find me at the Shellshock24 on Twitter. And LJ. Uh, you can find me streaming on the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace, playing Judgment. I'm going to try to go a chapter per stream now, so that'll be about three or four weeks left of that. And then you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarHeroLJ. Cool. And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. 
We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.